Welcome to episode 26 of Motivated AF with Katie Forbes. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Katie Forbes. And on this episode, it is time for a Motivated AF Monday. Yep, it is Monday or hell, it's whatever day you're listening to this on. But we are motivated as fuck. And on this episode, we are actually doing something a little different. I'm doing something a little different. And... It's gonna, it may be a little tough for some people. Um, I guess you call this a trigger warning. I don't know what you want to call it, but I, I go into some of my past, some of my story, some of the things I struggled with um, mentally and things that happened in my life. If that is something that you don't think you can handle hearing, it's not awful. It's nothing that I don't think you can handle, but I still feel like I should tell you this is a little more of an emotional episode. But if you hang on till the end, I really, really, really think it could change your life. If it doesn't, I feel like you could send it to someone and it could change their life. So I really hope you'll give it a chance. I just really want you to hear my heart. I'm so sincere in this that I really legitimately had to hold back tears when I was saying a lot of it because that's how much it means to me. That's how much I want you guys to understand where I'm coming from and how I feel about you and what the things I believe that you can do are and how you can fucking get out of this bullshit that you're stuck in. I believe that and that's what this episode is about. So I hope you'll give it a chance and I hope you will feel motivated as fuck on this Monday. When the fighters are all around, all the lovers are underground, no one will save you anymore. So what's happening? What you rapping about? It's a boy. Is it cars? Is it girls? Is it my life? The world? Or is it something they could never believe? Or is it something you could never achieve? Is it beyond your means? Is it inside your dreams? Can it never come out cause it's scared to? I'm prepared to, to worry about the words of the people it's weird to. You don't want them to hear you. You just wish it was a door that would appear that you can go disappear through. Well, I'm feeling your pain. I was feeling the same, but I said I'd never feel that again. When, when the, the fighters are all around, all the lovers are underground. No one will save you anymore. So what's happening? What you rapping about? It's a I've heard people say a mind is a terrible thing to waste. I think I get what they mean. I think they mean it's such a missed opportunity to not put our mind to use. But here's the thing about me. I put my mind to use too much. No, I'm not trying to tell you how smart I am. Some days I actually feel the opposite of smart. What I mean is that I am in my head way too much. My mind is, more often than not, in overdrive. It's moving at the speed of lightning, or it's not moving at all. My mind does get stuck in obsessive thoughts, or stuck in a bad memory, or stuck in regret. Like my brain is stuck sometimes playing the same shitty movie over and over, one that I never wanted to watch in the first place. In 2011, my mom, at the age of 55, was diagnosed with early-onset Alzheimer's. 
This was three days after I turned 26. My birthday was on a Friday, and I knew her doctor's appointment was that coming Monday. I remember telling my older brother, I'm just trying to enjoy this weekend because I'm pretty sure Monday is going to be the most depressing day of our entire lives. But, you know, hopefully not. Hopefully that's not what it is. My brother responded in a somewhat sad voice. That's probably what it is. The it we were referring to was my mom's cognitive decline. The day she was diagnosed was April 25th. But since we had pretty much explored every option, my gut was already telling me it was Alzheimer's. This is one of the times I wish my gut had been wrong. It wasn't. On April 25th, 2011, after a series of questions and tests, my mom was officially diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's. My dad and I were in the room with her. She didn't fully grasp it because the alts had already taken hold. But a doctor with a terrible bedside manner told me and my dad, this is Alzheimer's. She will not get better. She will get worse. You have to take the car keys away from her today. And a lot of other things I won't go into right now. April 25th, 2011 was the day my mom was diagnosed with early onset alts, and I was right. It was the most depressing day of my life. But, unfortunately, it was not the most depressing day of my life for very long. In fact, compared to many days over the next seven years, it wasn't remotely close to the most depressing day. You may wonder why I'm telling you this depressing story on a day that I call Motivated AF Mondays. You may be thinking, well, this isn't motivating me, Katie. This is depressing the hell out of me. My bad. (laughs) But I do have a purpose for telling you that story. As I said at the beginning of this episode, I do stay in my head way too much. Over the next several years, I felt like I was locked in a prison of my own mind. Not only did I want to run away from my problems, I wanted to run away from my entire life. I remember having visions of driving away. I didn't even know where I would go, but I just had like a movie scene stuck in my head where I was like the star of the movie and I was watching myself. Hands on the wheel, staring forward, trees passing by as I drove. I didn't even look happy in this movie scene that I was seeing, but that didn't matter. I am an anxious person, and when you have anxiety, sometimes the only thing your mind is telling you is to get the fuck out of the situation. Abandon ship. It isn't safe here. Run. Just fucking run. And to say I had escape fantasies, well, that would be an understatement. For a certain period during this time of my life, the only time I wasn't having escape fantasies was when I was feeling like absolute shit for having escape fantasies. The thoughts I had were hard to deal with, but the guilt those thoughts produced, uh, that was even fucking worse. You may have figured this out by now, but I really like to be in control. I feel safe when I am in control. When I don't feel in control, I feel like I am drowning. And dealing with a loved one that has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's is just about as far from controlling a situation as you can get. I felt like I was drowning, but I couldn't even successfully drown. It was just the terror of drowning with very little relief. Unless, of course, I was pouring vodka into a sonic cup of Sprite 
at the end of a 14-hour workday, then I at least felt numb. Yeah, the rest of that story will have to be told another day. But I promise I will tell it, because I know others will feel less alone. So what was the purpose of me bumming you out with all this baggage? Well, I'm about to tell you. Back then, I felt like I was in a mental prison. And I know some people listening to this today feel like they are mentally in the same prison. Your story doesn't need to be exactly the same as mine. Maybe it's worse. Maybe it's less quote-unquote dramatic than my story. But it really doesn't matter. Because even though our stories may differ, I have a feeling that our pain is the same. This episode is going to somewhat simplify a very complicated story. So I don't want anyone to listen to this and think I'm telling you it's really easy to wrap all this up in a bow and make it all okay. I am not saying that. Further into my story, I eventually had a moment where I realized I needed help. I called my doctor and made an appointment. It was terrifying. Look, I was the girl who always supported therapy. I always supported the use of medication when needed. But I wasn't the girl that actually did it myself. That was for other people, not for me. I could handle it. I could bootstrap it. I could find my own way out. Yeah, as you may have figured out by now, it turns out I didn't successfully do that. When I had my rock-bottom moment, and surrendered to help, I felt so fucking weak. But little did I know, that was one of my strongest moments. The vulnerability of reaching out for help feels very uncomfortable. So if you are listening to this, and the idea of talking to someone about your mental prison is terrifying, or you are worried about everyone thinking you are a full-on psycho, you are not alone. But I'm here to tell you that you are not a psycho. You are not a piece of shit. You are, dun-dun-dun, normal. Yes, you. You are normal. And mentally, you may not be in the place to believe this right now, But I hope that I've built enough trust with you over the last several episodes for you to know I am telling the truth when I say this. The minute you reach out for help is the moment you will find the key to unlock the prison door. It probably won't feel good immediately, but it absolutely can change your life. And for some people, it will save their life. You may think right now that life can never be good again. Maybe you've lost someone you love. Maybe someone doesn't love you anymore that vowed to love you forever. Maybe you just feel lost. Maybe you feel like a failure and a fuck-up. Well, you've come to the right place because I, Katie Forbes, am a fuck-up. But I am a fuck-up that found relief and a renewed purpose. Your religion is your business, but my relief and renewed purpose did not come from religion. It came from asking for help. And then, once I started getting help, it came from actively working on myself, taking care of myself. I fought like fucking hell for my life. 
I walked through the door. You've heard me talk about that on other episodes about how you have to walk through a door. I walked through the fucking doors over and over. Even when I didn't want to, even when I didn't feel like it was helping, some days were fucking exhausting and I did honestly think about giving up. But here's the thing. I am also a pretty stubborn person and once I stopped being stubborn and rebellious about taking care of myself and instead funneled that stubborn and rebellious energy into getting better, I was determined as fuck to survive. Actually, I was determined not just to survive, but to thrive. Up until I asked for help, I was willing to do everything but that. I will read books. I will work out. I will try to eat right. But admit I need help? Yeah, not doing that. The one thing I wasn't willing to do? Admitting I was being mentally tortured? Making that doctor's appointment? That was the decision that ultimately set me free. Which is often the case. The thing you say anything but that about. That's the thing you need to do. Let me clarify that I only mean if it's safe. That is certainly not taking your life. And if that is something you've been considering, I want to stop right here and beg you to not listen to that voice in your head. That voice in your head is a fucking liar. But guess what? It is such a good liar that it can actually be hard to realize that it's a fucking liar. But trust me when I say that voice in your head is fucking lying to you. That is not you. That is the voice of depression. That is the voice of hopelessness. And take it from me because I had that voice in my head at one point too. I 100% believed my life could never be good again. I 100% believed that all the good things in my life, those were over and it was only downhill from here. You may be surprised by that if you don't know a lot about my story. Katie Forbes, the motivated girl, the sometimes annoyingly positive host of this podcast. Yep. And I tell you that because I want you to see that despite all the shit that happened, I have survived and now I'm currently working on the thriving part. And guys, I feel a joy many days that I never thought I could feel again. Are there still hard days? Absolutely. But I found a purpose in helping others. I found meaning in sharing my awful story. I had always wanted to do something like this. I always wanted to help others. But guess what? I realized I had to help myself first. And now you may have to do the same thing. You have to help yourself by asking for help. I know it feels overwhelming. It did for me too. But I also believe you are a strong person who may have been trying to be strong in the wrong ways. Often we beat ourselves up for things that aren't our fault or things that were out of our control while at the same time not owning the shit that is in our control. Maybe it's time for you to do what I did. Give up my pride of needing to look strong so that I could work towards actually being strong in the right ways. I had to own the thing I was denying, that I needed help. I had to own that I was drowning. I had to say it. 
It wasn't fair to assume that people should just guess it. If you are like me, they probably never will because you are the one that takes care of everybody else and you don't want others to worry about you, right? But it's time for you to practice what you preach to others, to your friends when they come to you. You tell them all the right things, right? You know what to say. It's time for you to practice what you preach with those people on yourself and own the fact that you are stuck. Own the fact that the bootstrap methods are not working and I promise you it will eventually be the decision that you look back at as a turning point. The past is the past. This is the day you can move forward. Today can be your turning point. Your instinct is still going to be to do everything but the thing you need to do. The thing you need to do is ask for help. The thing you need to do is call a doctor or a trusted friend or family member, or you can email me, podcast at katieforbis.com. And I'm no therapist, but I will help you find one. I will help talk to you about whatever it is that's happening with you, and I will write you back. So if you write me at podcast at katieforbis.com, I will respond because I know sometimes you feel maybe like you can't say anything to the people in your life. You're too worried about it. Whatever the reason is, I'm here. That's why I do this podcast use me. And that sounds weird, but that's what I mean. Email me. Like, it's fine. It doesn't go further than that email. If you need to talk to somebody, if there's nobody you feel safe talking to, you can talk to me. Like I said, I'm no therapist and I'm not going to pretend to try to be a therapist, but I will help you sort it out enough to figure out what the next step is. So if you need help, you can absolutely email me at podcast at Katie Forbes. But if there is a friend that you know is wise, a trusted family member, someone trusted or your doctor, whatever that you know will give you the right advice and that can help you kind of sort it out because it can be really overwhelming, I encourage you to do that with them too. But if there isn't anyone or you don't feel comfortable with that, like I said, you can email me. It's time to be brave enough to let go of the false strength so you can finally be set free and build an authentic strength. It won't happen overnight. It is a daily battle. But you can win the war. You can be like me. You can help others too. But you keep thinking you can do it while hiding your own shit. I'm sorry to say, I've tried that and you cannot. (laughs) You won't be near as effective. That's what I had to learn. I remember always having this feeling like I wanted to change others' lives. Like I always had this feeling. I wanted to help others. But I used to think, I mean, what have I really done though? Like, I mean, I have a failed business I tried a couple of years ago. Um, I've never made a lot of money. I, you know, don't have this or that thing that these people do that help people. You know, I want to help people, but what the fuck have I really done? What have I done that is good enough to expect others to listen to my advice? And it wasn't until I asked for help that the answer hit me. You ready for this? Here we go. It isn't about what I've done. It's about what I've been through. Do you want to finally be effective? Do you want a life that isn't just keeping your head above water? Do you want to change lives? You've got to change your own fucking life first. And once you take this first step, watch out. 
because you are about to start a journey that finally makes you feel alive. Part of truly feeling alive is hurt, is pain, but also part of truly living is love, it's joy, and it's the rush of finally getting closer to the person you've always fucking wanted to be. I believe in you. Be strong enough to admit your weakness and find a strength inside you that you never knew you fucking had. That is what changes lives. If you save your own life, you can save someone else's life in the future. So if you can't make yourself motivated enough to take the first step, maybe try thinking about that person that you don't even know yet. That person that you can reach one day. What they'll see is that you did it. And that means they can do it too. Guess what? You actually can be a superhero, but you don't get the cape until you save yourself. Your own struggle has to be owned. That's the thing that is your superpower. But you have to allow yourself to be saved first. Transformation hurts sometimes. But you've already been feeling pain. But now it is time for that pain to fucking matter for once. It's time to reach out. And I promise someone will be there to grab your arm. I am here. People are here. And we need you to be the person that I know and you know you are capable of being. Are you ready to be that fucking superhero? Are you ready to save your own life so you can save others' lives? Your talent, your gift is fucking in there. But it is waiting for you. It's waiting for a healthy mind. It's waiting for a healthy body. It's waiting for the real you. Reach out. You matter to me. I don't even have to know who you are that's listening right now. I promise you, you matter to me. You matter. And the only reason I was able to share any of this with you was by reaching out myself. Embrace the fear of change. Be brave enough to stop living as your secret identity and strong enough to own your struggle. That's how you transform. That's how you get the fucking cape. Let this week be the week that changes everything. You matter. Never forget that. We need your story. We need your perspective, and most of all, we need you. And you need the real you. The cape is fucking waiting. All you have to do is be brave enough to put it on. Are y'all still with me? Whew, that was a heavy episode, I'll admit. But I really felt like it was important. I felt this, I don't know if you want to call it a voice or a calling or a something to get that episode out there. I really, really know there was some people. I just I just have this feeling, and maybe I'm wrong, and I've been wrong in the past about things, but I have this feeling in me that someone needed to hear that. And I don't care if it was one fucking listener. I, it matters to me. It matters to me the way that I told you that you matter to me. This shit is important. And I want to see you do all the things I know you are capable of doing. I want you to be all the things I know you are capable of fucking being. And you cannot do it, like I said, 
until you are mentally at least on the road to the right place. It doesn't mean you can't help others while you're struggling. I still struggle. It's never going to be over. And I know that may sound overwhelming or exhausting. But what I mean by that is it's always a journey. But it does, it, it can be a journey that is better, has more good days than it does bad. Because mentally where you are has way more to do with how you see the world than what's actually happening to you. So I want to encourage you to um, really just think about how you felt today. And do not just put it away and pretend you didn't hear it. If you felt something, if you felt like I was talking to you, if you knew that there was something you needed to take action on in order to get help or in order to move forward, I want you to do that. And I want you to also feel comfortable, like I said, to email me at podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at katieforbis.com if you have any questions or you want to give me some feedback on that. As always, you can do that on my social pages too. Katie Forbes on Instagram, at Katie Forbes on Twitter. The podcast Instagram is Motivated AF with KF. That's Motivated AF with KF. Again, if you need to contact me for any reason regarding this episode or anything else, um, if you are interested in working with me, if you're interested in me talking about a certain topic, any of that stuff is cool. You can email me at podcast at katieforbis.com. I've got a lot of guest episodes coming up that I'm so excited about. We really talked about a lot of different things that I really think are kind of encompass what a good podcast episode is for a guest. We talk about grief. We talk about joy. We talk about career. We talk about motivation. We talk about feeling not motivated. We go over it all. We talk about music. They're really fun and meaningful episodes to me, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear them. Those are coming up in the next few weeks. I hope you have a week that changes everything. The week itself, what happens may not change. The it either may be the same mundane shit or it may be something fucking awful. But if you make the decision mentally that it's going to be different. And I what I mean by that is not just be different and go back to doing the same shit you always do. That keeps that will continue to produce the same shit. I mean, it's true what they say. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. That's just the truth. I'm it took me probably 30 years to figure that out. I mean, I knew it, but it was like, oh yeah, like I can't just keep re-upping myself and thinking like, okay, now I'm ready. No, I, I, I avoided the thing I knew I needed to do. And until I finally fucking did that thing, which was ask for help and move forward on the painful part I was trying to avoid, I could not be effective. I could not have joy in my life the way that I do now. And so I want to encourage you not to ignore whatever you felt during that episode. And if you maybe are in a better place, or this was you at one point, and it's not you now, like you're more in the place I am now, that's cool too. Maybe send it to someone that you feel like needs to hear it, or post it on your social account, um, you know, tell people about it because I not because I need some sort of ego boost, but because I feel that passionate that people need to hear this because I was in that place and I know how dark it felt. I know it's hard to see. I know it's hard to find any sort of light in those moments. Thanks again. And as my dad, Dean Cook, always said, please do not let a dream delayed become a dream denied. Just to let a little trouble knock me out of my position And interrupt the vision after everything I witness After all of these decisions, all these miles, feet, inches They can't add up to the distance that I have been through Just to get to a place where even
still safe I still ache from trying to keep pace Somebody give me a sign, I'm starting to lose faith Tell me how did all my dreams and the nightmares How did I lose it when I was right there Now I'm so far that it feels like it's all gone to pieces Tell me why the world never fights fair I'm trying to find home A place where I can go To take this off my shoulders Someone take me home So I gotta make it back, but my home ain't on the map Gotta follow what I'm feeling to discover where it's at I need 